Hey yo, it's your boy, Shonisto. Fuck the essay. We still rapping the Shonisto gang. But it's 2023 now. It's been <laughs> it's been a good month since the last episode. What I've been doing? Just been chilling. Went on holidays. Vibing and shit. Enjoying life and shit, you know. But yeah. We made it, we made it. 2023 in this. It's beautiful, you know. I don't know. It's February now. That's how long it's been. But it's February now. And so far, 2023 has been pretty... Muy bien at the moment. Like, this is... After the last three years, it's been a very good start. So, I'm I'm impressed. I'm actually happy. So, let's see if we can put that momentum on. You know what I mean? No no bullshit at the moment so far. Remember? No bullshit. 2020, what happened with 2020? First time we got all gas. We are like, you know, 2020, this going to be a big year. It's a new decade now fucking guess what happened boom corona came 2021 don't i hear 2022 oh what's the 2021 was more of that um there was a lot of like witness happening in 2021 it was just mainly a corona again to people's heads i remember that 2022 was like the recovery of corona niggas was just like monkeys out in public and shit but 2023 we look we look civilized a bit we look civilized it's cool i like it at the moment I haven't seen really that much crack shit at the moment. Nothing like major at the moment. Mainly just been transfer windows. <laughs> Football windows and shit. That's all I've been watching lately. I haven't been really focusing on the news lately. Also, New Year's resolution for me. I'm trying to talk a lot slower now. I'm trying to practice <laughs> talking a lot slower. Because, bro, I've been looking through all my all my previous episodes like while I was on holidays. I went to South Africa, by the way. But when I was on holiday and shit, and I was listening to showing it to other people over there. I realized, bro, I talk like a fucking madman. <laughs> they didn't understand half the single things because they said, like, bro, you talk too fast. You need to, like, slow down. So I started to practice slowing down my fucking words now. So I'm going to be in, like, second gear. You know what I mean? Just so I can, you know, not sound like a proper retort. I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah. Nah, it's been vibey so far. It's been vibey. Trying out new shit now. Doing this music thing. Don't know how long it's gonna last. <laughs> Could be one year breakthrough and then retire. But I've also been uh, very active as well. Playing sports like a madman now. Two sports, basketball, football. On some crack shit right now, you know. Batches on Wednesdays. Basketball batches on Thursdays. By Friday, I'm crumbled, like. College-wise, it's been eh, it's been eh, it's been eh. Uh, I gotta put my gear up on college. I won't lie, I'm a bit, I'm a slacking. I won't lie. I don't know. I just don't know. It's just uh, I'm enjoying life <laughs> without all this fucking pressure, man. I won't lie. It's just too much, man. Like sports has been fun. Going outside has been fun. Going to college, I <laughs> doing assignments, nah, nah. Full of DLC pack. I'm liking it. I wasted my money on DLC, but like, hey, I gotta get that degree, fam. Gotta get that. Gotta get that degree. You don't know. You don't know what's gonna happen with that degree. So it's been cool. What else I've been doing? I've been reading. I've been reading a lot. I haven't read since like 2018. Last book I read was um. Hey yo, where's the music? All this time I just realized I haven't even put the music on, man. I'm listening to Pusha T. What dreams are made of? Motherfucker! I'm oh, sorry, I got gassed there. Pusha T has 
Like, bro, I've been just listening to his discography lately. Even his old shit, because I was watching something on YouTube, and some nigga was like, Pusha T technically got good when Daytona and the, the new album. And I was like, yeah, but what about the previous albums? The previous albums were calm, though. The one King Push. But then I went back, and I went to the 2010 one. And so far, it's like a lot of trap shit, but like, it's like 2010 ahead of its time trap shit. And it's like, hey, yo, what dreams I've made of is a fucking certified classic right now. I've been abusing it right now. Oh, yeah, what's it called? Yeah, the album's called Fear of God. Let's pray. 10 out of 10. But anyway, yeah, Trevor Noah's book, Born a Crime, was the. Oh, shit, this is loud. Whoa, 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 whoa. Going deaf in this bitch. But, uh,. Yeah, Trevor Noah's uh, Born a Crime book was the last book I read. Very good, interesting book. Trevor Noah, I've been a big fan of this nigga since like '09, when I was like a little little YG, just like watching these. Uh, that's when I got into like stand up comedy. I liked watching a lot of stand up comedy. Richard Pryor, Trevor Noah, uh, Patrice O'Neill. Uh, who else? Dave Chappelle, old Dave Chappelle. I won't lie, new Dave Chappelle is too political. <laughs> if you're gonna be political, you just gotta be offensive. I just take that low key. If you gotta be political, you just gotta low key be bigoted and offensive as well, just to bring the satire back. Cause bro, now political shit is just boring. Now you can't even watch like what you say. Now you have to watch your shit. Now you can't really say anything anymore. It's funny, but fucking boring, my nigga. It's boring. But uh, yeah, so like stand up comedy was my favorite, and that book. Was a classic. I recommend Born of Crime. Beautiful book. But uh, yeah, so then I got this uh, South Africa book, the South Africa rugby player, that Black South Africa rugby player. <laughs> that one there. I've got his name, but it's over there somewhere. But uh, nah, I've been reading this book called Invisible Man, and it's weird because. I remember searching this book up in like April because I saw like an art piece of it and like I saw the like I watched the whole history about the art piece and the inspiration influence and it was basically about this book called The Invisible Man by Ralph Elson. I won't lie. It's a fucking classic of a book. It's probably the most emotional book not in a way that like i cried because i, I like nigga i ain't crying no shit i ain't crying over a book the fuck but in a way that it gets me like hold up come i'm kind of pissed off like you know what I mean? like not like pissed off at the bullshit it's just the character when he's doing their own decision you're in your head just like thinking mate this nigga has to do this and then he just doesn't do it and you're like what the fuck man the fuck nah nigga if that was me i'll beat that like that kind of shit you know what I mean? so 10 out of 10 book is so interesting. Like, it's, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm just going to let you niggas read it. So, it was such a beautiful book. And then I got this Nelson Mandela book, Democracy, South Africa 20 Year Trip. It's like a nice comic book about like history about South Africa from the Nelson Mandela and the progress of the political stance and what's going on and why the fuck is that country so fucking corrupt? <laughs> so, so, at least I can actually spectate, yeah, from 1994 to 2014. But yeah, lately I've been a bookworm. Like I, I, my inner child is back because my diary of the whippy kid. I have, I have bought the whole collection when we were in school back in the day when the Satanta catalog, where we had like where you could just buy some stuff. And I remember like niggas was typing this diary of the whippy kid book, 
and for some reason i just liked the cover of it i never read it i never gone to details with it so i was like fuck it let me just get the whole collection and i bought it i was like from Dive Game one roderick rules uh the yellow one and i think i ended with the do-it-yourself book which was actually cl- underrated bro if you were a big Dive the movie came for fan though the do-it-yourself book is a classic bro i felt like a fucking artist a bookworm for real for real make my own story and shit but uh yeah i bought the book i was gasped i read that book every night fell asleep sleeping good that time man sleeping good reading books now like i realized books are really good to sleep through get some hemp tea get a book there's a sleeper there but oh baldy james is waving on this beat it's called new wave the varashi tape bro i fucking can't read for shit i won't lie like nah actually nah listen i could read good but then for some reason when i read out loud i just butcher words it's a word inside i can read like a, i can say how to technically speak but when it comes to fucking reading out public also nice that like tongue twisting it's like my brain is a lot faster than the words i speak that's why i speak like a fucking engine on gear five nigga i'm but uh yeah, man. Safka was 10 out of 10, bro. When I tell you Safka was... <laughs> Safka was... <laughs> Mate, Safka, bro. Fuck the low shedding? Yeah, but... Well, no, not 10 out of 10. Mate, I was just seeing the spliffs in the motherfucking village, man. I felt like... Oh, I just felt like that nigga. I came back from South Africa as that nigga. Like, it's a weird-ass time because that was a perfect South Africa trip for me. It was like a nice therapeutic South Africa trip type shit. The first one in a long time. The first time in a fucking long time, cuz. But, uh, nah. It was just muy bien, bro. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. It was muy bien. Like, it was just, whoa. Just with a dog every morning. Because the green day is like, <laughs> three euro. Like, bro, it's, oh. I was living lavish, bro. Just going in the morning, getting a stool. I had to, like, get out of the area, the village, because niggas would be judging and shit. I don't even care, but, like, you know, some people will be like, the fuck's this nigga smoking in the fucking area? Like, what's this smoking? So I had to go all the way into the wilderness. Like, not even the wilderness, but it's just, like, <laughs> a few, like, three minutes away from the the village. And it's just a bit of nowhere. And it's just like a river at the distance and like mountains up there. And it's like from distance, you can see other villages. And it's like, ah, I was in the spliff in my headphones. The dog would follow me. It got so used to it, it turned into a routine. As soon as I got a chair, this dog would follow me and just go into the there. And he's just bouncing around in the, the fucking the, the grass because the grass is long as fuck. And niggas were like saying that I better watch out with the snakes, nigga. No one told me those snakes, nigga. What the fuck? Now I'm scared not to go back. <laughs> I was vibing and my mom tells me like when we come back she's like yo did you know there's like sticks around there at that time I'm like what nigga I was chilling man I was vibing and shit but actually I was smart because I did kind of was power about the insects and ants going through my jeans like to my shoes and shit so like I just sat on this chair like my knees were on top of me. <laughs> you, you get it, like little small ass nigga on like a little chair and then a dog would be just bouncing around left right and I'm just there like hearing the spliff list of music especially all the wavy ass music I listen to some, some like you know that man felt like an old head man full on felt like a proper bushman so beautiful shorts 
<laughs> it was December. <laughs> it was December. Niggas out here in Dublin were suffering in the cold. I was out here suffering with the heat. 38 degree type shit. It was criminal. Sleeping was kind of criminal though, yeah. Because I wake up like 3 in the morning fucking drenched. And fighting cockroaches, bro. It was a whole bloodbath, man. At like 3 in the morning. <laughs> like the worst thing about them f- cockroaches, bro. That's the thing I hate about waking up and going to the bathroom in South Africa. I want to wake up at 2 in the morning. Because cockroaches come at like... See... I learned it from the last, <laughs> the last trip I went to South Africa in like 2021. Was it 2021 or 2020? Yeah, it was 2021 because 2020. Oh, but uh, I learned it from the 2021 one when I was in my granny, like one of my granny's place. And she had her own like mini house and I was chilling there. But like, it was kind of like, you know, bando. <laughs> well, it was decent, like, well, I was chilling. Every time I go to bed, I'll be seeing, like, at least six cockroaches pop out the door. <laughs> and, like, literally, the door is closed and shit. Like, windows locked, everything. But they'll just find a way. Like, there's always little holes on some shit. Or they can have, like, I don't know. These niggas are just, like, magicians or some shit. Like, I don't know. But next thing I'll just hear. As soon as I whip out. Because I'm usually underneath the duvet. Me, I don't fuck with outside. <laughs> I'm underneath the duvet every time. I just, I'm like, what the fuck's that noise? Boom, I'm seeing one. Boom, flying from the cross. I'm shitting bricks. And then, like, a week later, I started turning into a full-on warrior. <laughs> I went from, like, a week of, like, being shitting myself, like, fighting these cockroaches, like, taking a good two hours of my night, trying to at least, like, have the bravest, like, the audacity to just hit them with my shoe or some shit. But a week later, I found a machete. <laughs> Man, I was turning into some Tomb Raider type shit. I was like, I knew, I knew the time. I started calculating. I knew the time they came. It was 11 fucking p.m. <laughs> in South Africa time. It was 11 p.m. And they would stay until then, like, literally, it was like a Five Nights of Ready type shit. They'll come at 11 p.m. and they'll, come, they'll disappear when the, the sun rises and shit, when the fucking chickens go. But, uh,. I was like, bro, I was like, these motherfuckers are pissing me off, like, you know, because I just can't sleep. As soon as I know there's an insect around my, like, around me, especially these big-ass cockroaches, these fucking cockroaches are scary as fuck to look at, ugly-ass niggas, ugly, disgusting human species, man, I don't give a fuck. There's some niggas that actually have, like, some fucking fetish for these cockroaches, but fuck them, I will kill them motherfuckers on sight, but, uh... I just started beating the shit out of them with all the machetes, man. It was at the point where I was just like turning into a psychopath. I got spray. I had like, I was literally prepared, man. Fucking Rambo and this shit. I had a little shelf there and I had like a bunch of spray. And I was just be battling it out at 11 p.m. And it was at a point where I even barricade the fucking door with my little cousin's school shirts. Because it was somewhere. So I was like, fuck it. So I put underneath the fucking edges of the doors and shit. And then like, it like like it was less frequently these cockroaches because obviously they heard about me in the streets you know them people the ones that survived they were telling them they were telling them about me but uh there would be like one cockroach or like maybe none if i barricaded the door properly but i have to do this every and that was the worst thing you know it was even worse bro i couldn't even go to the toilet the toilet's not even <laughs> african niggas the toilet is outside bro and I barricaded the fucking door. It was at the point where I like, bro, the door couldn't even close. Like, it closes, but it, it would kind of, like, creak out a bit. 
So I had to get stools and chairs and then like every like before 11 I'll just start stocking up my barricade like bro I had to have a fucking bucket bro I had a bucket, man. I had a fucking bucket. It's actually creepy, man. Nah, it was sad, bro. Sad time. Alright, I'm back. Uh Nova Kane, Frank Ocean. Ten out of ten. But uh Yeah, so I've got a fucking crackhead. But now the the fucking low shedding, bro. Some of you educated first world country motherfuckers might not know what low shedding is. But a load of shedding is basically when the electricity, and I mean the electricity, goes off for a specific hour. Scheduled. Stages. Now, I was going through that for a week. And I, the thing was, we arrived in Joburg first for the first three nights. Beautiful hotel. Oh, bro. Buffet and oh, bro. Me even thinking about it, I was living lavish. You know when you just, like, you go to a holiday, it's cool now, because, like, obviously, you before you go there, you're excited as fuck. It starts happening. You're like, yeah, yeah. But then when you finish it and you leave, and then a week or two later, you realize how lit that holiday was. That's basically how I'm feeling, bro. And this is, like, the first time I ever felt in South Africa. And even last year, I went to Cape Town, nigga. I want to lie, last year, Cape Town was lit, though. That was the first part. But then, obviously, going back to Eastern Cape and under pressure where Simon's was annoying, but... But this year, I didn't give a fuck about something. <laughs> this year, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, fuck, I'm enjoying my holiday, bitch. <laughs> Got corona. So I said, I'm staying put. Because I'm not trying to fuck up my holiday. Came there, I was fucking... Never sneezed or coughed once since I was in South Africa, bro. I was living lavish. Came back burnt as a motherfucker, bro. You know what's even funny? As soon as I finished... Oh, yeah. Actually, before. Low shedding. So, yeah. A week. So, I was in Joburg. And the thing was, if you have a generator in a million, especially with these high facility uh, places like fucking, there's a facility, I don't even know if that makes sense, but <laughs> these big companies, like obviously hotels, like essential places, they obviously have something running. So they'll have to have it running. But houses, villages, maybe shops and all, maybe the supermarket might have some of them, will be shut the fuck down. And I mean, and for like two hours, three hours, maybe even four hours. But so it's crazy. So apparently, I didn't even know that there was this low shedding thing going on. Even my cousins and all the people over there were telling me that there's some low shedding. I don't know what the fuck that was. I thought it was like a normal thing, blackouts. I thought it was blackouts because usually I'm used to the blackouts in South Africa, which would be like 12. When I think power just blows up and it just goes back on in like two hours. But this was worse, bro. This was horrific. Like, got there because we got there late. So we got there like just before the World Cup. Was it Argentina versus Croatia? It was Argentina versus Croatia, yeah. And I was desperate. But then I heard about this low shed thing. So I was like praying that when we got home, it would come on. It came on exactly like nine. And the game was just like, I think, 20 minutes in. Bro. I was powerful, but like, hey, I got to watch the match, but that's when I got introduced to this low shedding thing. And the worst thing is, I didn't even have a schedule. I didn't know you had a fucking app. An app! Which, like, shows the time and schedule of when the fucking low shedding is going, which stage is going. So, the first three days, it was oblivious. So, boom, when it came on, I was pissed. Because either I didn't get ready to charge my shit, or I was going to make food. And I was vexed, bro. Even the fridges were fucking turned off, brother. Like, peak man but like 
once I found out, I got like, okay, first of all, I found out when I found weed, when I found a fucking, what was I going to say? When I found the the schedule, time schedule for the phone of the low shedding, man, I was cool then. Charged my phone before, everything is on 100, go out, hit a spliff, maybe play basketball. Maybe I was playing basketball, bro. Like I was playing basketball for like three hours. A day type shit, like breaking it out, like an hour in the morning, an hour in the afternoon, an hour in the night, nigga. Not evening, a night, nigga. Pitch black, it's 9 p.m. I'm like, fucking, let me go outside, hit a spliff and play basketball and fucking go Kobe in the bitch. Had like my own net and shit I brought from Ireland and all. With That was like stamped onto a stick. <laughs> like, not a stick, but like a big ass, like a little a skinny ass log, yeah. And we just like, ba 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 ba. But it survived well until like the last day, but it was it was more nostalgia. Music, zooted, playing basketball, put my mind into it. I felt like I was in the games, man. Oh man. Wait, I think that was the moment I realized, yeah, I'm I'm coming here all the time. And the thing is we have a vacation home. It's like we have our own house, so like we're chill, you know. So I'm just gonna go there again in December. I'm trying to bring the boys this time. Cause my mom's going in the summer. So I want to go again, but I'm going to go in December, though, because it's hot and fucking beautiful in December. Fuck off. So, yeah. And also, like, people, my, uh, like, the mates and all in South Africa, they finish college for the break because it's summer for them. So it's like a summer break. It's weird because that's when I knew Christmas was a lot different here than in Ireland, the Western countries, What, which is funny because they do kind of celebrate Christmas-ish. Not really. They don't have trees. They don't have trees. Uh, I went to the shopping mall, and Santa was a black woman. <laughs> I was, I was pissed myself laughing because there was a queue. There was a fucking queue. There was a queue. I was like, damn, she's getting a paper. Damn, fair play. Nigga, you do this here, they will be like, this is not Santa. That Santa's black. <laughs> What the fuck is that a woman too? Women don't have beards. What is it a tranny? Like, it's it's funny. It was it was just beautiful though. So yeah, I'm trying to bring the boys to the vacation home, bro. Ooh, ooh. Like literally, they're gonna be like if if I bring the boys, yeah, they're gonna basically be there for like two weeks, like villagers, bro. We're gonna be starting to like walk like villagers. The way they walk, they walk like they have no care in the world. <laughs> Drinking. Crack, mate. This year too, I became a full alcoholic, and I'm not even like a drinking nigga. I drink like, like I was drinking, like drinking, drinking. But like I was consistent, I stapled. I was actually like, I, I realized I upgraded, so I'm not longer a lightweight boy. So I'm, I'm pretty chuffed. But I was suited too, so I was crossfaded. But I was just enjoying life, man. It was like a movie, my nigga. It was a fucking movie. Then I came to fucking Heathrow. <laughs> Got my flight from Jobig. What's a Jobig? I got a flight back from Joe Breaking British Airways <clears throat> to Heathrow. And when I got the Heathrow, brother. <sighs> what the fuck? I was like, damn, nigga, it's fucking. Oh, bro, it was cold as a bitch. I was like, what the fuck? This is what you niggas were living <laughs> Man, Heathrow, I'm sorry, piece of shit of a place. No, not a place, but a fucking airport piece of shit. Fucking hell. Not even at the airport. UK in general, bro. I swear these niggas take their job to the max with the security. Like, nigga. 
pulling all these fake ass new technology that don't even fucking work and malfunctions every time when it gets to like six people max. Like, bro, I was in Amsterdam <laughs> last year when I was in Amsterdam. <laughs> I don't know if I said this story in the previous episodes, but I'm saying it again. Okay, fuck. Uh, last year when I was coming, I, I like I flew through Dutch Airlines into Amsterdam, and I was talking about gas and these fucking new technology security things. <laughs> but we were in the line, yeah, and there was two lines. One was already like big up, so we went to these ones, like these, these foreigners, me and these foreigners. <laughs> and like I'm tired. It's like two hours of sleep. It was an it was a nine hour flight, my nigga. It was long. I was like, what the fuck? Got there. We get to the security thing and it malfunctions. So the security guy's like, yo, you're gonna have to go all the way back to the <laughs> to the first one. And the first one's already queued up. In my head, like as a as an individual. I'm like, ah, shit, it is what it is, though. And I think I was, like, an hour and a half early, so I was, like, I'm not two-faced. But uh, this uh, white Karen dude, what's the Kevin? That's what they call him, Kevin? Yeah, this Kevin guy saved us, though. I want to, like, shout out to That's what I'm saying, Karen and Kevin, you can, sometimes they, they can they can redeem themselves. Like, they can be really good at specific times. Because this nigga lost his shit. He was like, no, we are not leaving. What? Are you telling us to go all the way to the fucking back? While we were here for a good 10 minutes just because your machine broke. No. Open the fucking new security. Open the new security. And the guy shot himself. He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And the guy opened a new, like, thingy for us to, you know. I don't know if you know. You niggas know what I'm saying, but. They were opening that shit. Then nigga, I was looking at this nigga like a hero. I looked at him. I was like, this is the time when I'm like, I salute you. <laughs> so we got there. But I think, you know, man, I was looking at this nigga like. The Foo Fighter song, Hero, I was gas, so I just looking at him. But uh yeah, I got my flat and all that shit. But that's what I'm saying. That technology, these niggas in Heathrow were doing the same thing, flexing the technology that I was taking fuck all to do. May I got there, they were like, Oh, do you have anything? I was like, nigga, I don't have anything. They're like, Let me check you. They go to our new machine. I was like, nigga, check me yourself. But then I was like, I go to the new machine. But I bing thing is malfunction. He's like, nah, you sure you don't have anything in your shoe or anything? I was like, No. He's like, Alright, check this machine. It was a shoe machine. I was like, nigga, what? And then I put my shoe there, still detected. He's like, is there anything in your shoe? I was like, no, nigga. Do you want me to take out my shoe? He's like, yeah. I was like, nigga, you could have told me that the first time. Took out my shoe, nothing. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, you can go. I was like, this, nigga. <laughs> What's even worse is that when my bag goes through, bro. I went to Egypt, uh, the Dutch, everything. I go through everything except the UK and Ireland. These motherfuckers are some weirdos when it comes to... Actually, not Ireland, actually. It's the UK, man. UK is some weirdos when it comes to fucking... What's in the bag and shit? My bag's always like beep beep beep. One of them is always gone, and I'm like, what the fuck? I took everything out, bro. Electricity, not electricity. I took the electronics. I took the fucking gadgets. I took the fucking pills out. I took the fucking everything out, nigga. They checked. They're like, what is this? There's something big in this bag, and I was like, and I was, I knew it might be my books because I brought two books from South Africa that I left from last year. So I was like, I, it might be my books because they're hardbacks, so it might be big. He opens it. Some woman, and she opens, like, oh, you like psychology? Oh, I was like, bitch, I don't have time to talk. I just want to know, like, is it good or not? Like, the fuck you asking me if I fucking like psychology? I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I read, I'm learning a bit of psychology. And she was like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, nigga, all right, so, like, can I go? She puts her back, puts her around. She says, yeah, I can go. I'm like, I say no. I wasted, like, good five, ten minutes doing that shit. It was worse when me and the boys last year went to fucking... The UK, and uh, not the UK, fucking Portugal. 
<laughs> and one of the mates got his bag. Like, we waited for his bag for like a good 15 minutes to get checked because there was a queue and niggas that were getting checked. It was so annoying. So, fuck the airports, nigga. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm joking. But, uh, yeah, it was beautiful. What, what is this song? What the fuck are they? What's, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted by the playlist. Oh, it's on my all like playlist now. I need a specific playlist. It's an afternoon, so I'll give it evening vibe type shit. And the first song is that I like. It's gotta be Ooh, Young Bands Dresser. The picture dress. That's class, man. But uh Yeah. Africa. 10 out of 10. I said, I recommend y'all. I recommend y'all to go to Africa. Every foreigner. Foreigner. Go to Africa. South Africa. <laughs> I don't know about other countries. I haven't been to any other countries. I've been to Ethiopia and I almost died. Not not in the country, but in the plane. And I'll never go to Ethiopia Airlines ever again. But Ethiopia looks calm. But South Africa is my home. My little, like, even though born and raised in the city, Dublin. My home is D8, nigga. My home is fucking D. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. I came back from Heathrow, went to Dublin, bro. Basically, I went out on New Year's and then I stayed in for a whole week because I couldn't bear with the cold. I was freezing, nigga. I was freezing. Like, I, was, I thought I was going to die, bro. It was sad, man. Sad times, bro. Sad times, but hey, we did it. So, uh, yeah, like. Fuck the weather. That's what I'm saying. Fuck the weather, nigga. Them niggas were enjoying their time. I was enjoying my time there. Come to here. But all I'm like... Like, the first two weeks, I was like, wow, the fuck dope. <laughs> when I came here, I was like, fuck dope. I was just getting, like, pissed off. I turned, like, literally, this year's I can full-on turned me into some that nigga. I came back, fuck it. What the fuck are these niggas here? <laughs> Why do these niggas exist? And then, like, a good three weeks later... I'm not rapping DA exclusive. <laughs> DA special, DA exclusive, baby. We rapping DA. But DA is NATO. That's all I'm going to say. So any you niggas think it's gang? No, it's no gang. It's a NATO peace committee. Might do the king type shit. No, not Malcolm X shit where you kill each other type shit. <laughs> but yeah. Now I'm just like, calm. But nah, I still think about South Africa. It's like, yo, this, this, I think it's just this year was just the best year I've been to South Africa as a grown person, partying, talking to old, older niggas. I was getting drunk with the old heads, talking about me being the future president of South Africa type shit, man. I was on my fucking madness right there on that alcoholic, that shit. And then people were like, I mean, the niggas were dreaming like fucking celebrities. Niggas were just like, Coming from Cape Town, coming from fucking specific parts of the city or the continent, country, continent. See what the fuck am I saying? But they were just traveling just to see me and niggas. <laughs> <laughs> niggas that missed apparently like yeah. So I came back early and my mom stayed for a bit. And my mom was calling me saying, "So the aunties and uncles are pissed because they missed. <laughs> they didn't get to see you. They're like emotional shit." I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, it was fun, though. But it is weird, because everyone is, like, gassy. <laughs> they don't even know what to say. They're just speechless. Like, there's this guy. Yo, Sean. Yo. Oh, it shakes his head. Every time he's, like, when he doesn't know what to say, he just goes, looks at me. And he's, like, yo. 
Schon. Hey, Schon. Yo, I be pissing myself laughing. And there's another one that's like, he has like something wrong with his middle finger. <laughs> so his middle finger just sticks out like, it's like, I don't know if it's like a paralyzed or some shit like that. But he just looks at me and he's like, Yo, Sean! <sighs> hey, bruh! Yo, Sean! <laughs> hey, bruh! I don't know if he pissed myself. I'm trying not to laugh, bro. <laughs> oh, bro, it's so funny, man. That's why I like, again, man wants to do something for these. Not like, do give these niggas what the fuck they want. I'm trying to make a revolution again. I'm trying to like be that nigga that started the revolution of the new age South Africa, the new age black of South Africa, where we're going to be like, fuck racism. Racism doesn't exist. And if people are racist, ignore their ass because they're ignorant. Don't react because it's not that deep. That type of shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They're just words. They called you a nigger. They called you a gaffier. They called you a fucking crackerjack. Nigga, it's not that fucking deep. It's not that fucking deep. It's just some nigga just saying that shit. All right, cool. Say no. This nigga call me a nigga. All right, bet. <laughs> Say no. But like, or a monkey, bro. I don't get that. I don't get racism. I feel like racism just getting fed in my face right now. Every show, every movie I watch is like, what about this specific? It's mainly black or white racism. It's never like, <laughs> this specific. well, there's now more specific. Now they're like, ethnicity, ethnicities. But it's mainly black and whites. It's just like, I'm just saying black and white. This and that and this and that and this and that. And you people, you people, it's you type of people. Man, that, that movie was like, it was all right, but it just forced so much political shit like again i'm just that guy i'm like niggas might not like it and shit but hey i'm just that guy that doesn't give two fucks like i'm just trying to just <laughs> enjoy some shit like without like I, like if you want to make a point make a point in a slick way that's the thing that i don't mind if you're trying to make a point or a message in the movie make it in a slick way niggas be doing that back in the day they made it in such a slick way but nowadays it's just forced into your face like nigga i get it i fucking get it is you people is <laughs> you type of people so i'm like bro it was a night movie like it was like eddie murphy was calm made me hate him and again when i say it, i hated him in the movie it shows that he was doing well as an actor mike epps was there too jonah hills man it was questionable jonah was a calm but like the appearance again like i don't judge but like the fuck was that <laughs> It made, it made me question how old was this nigga in the movie. Like, I was like, this nigga can't be in his, like, mid-30s. He's in at least his 40s, bro. Even, uh, what's it? Is that Nipsey Hussle's wife that was the female? Like, she looked way younger than him. I was like, bro, it's kind of, is that kind of your type? Scythe is your type, but damn, I would expect more for your, like, beautiful, fine-ass looking thing. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I just... Lately, everything is just so forced into your face, bro. I just want to, like, if you, again, you do the message in a slick way. Bada bing. When you, I want to be like, oh, at the edge, you know, like, oh, that's what it meant. Oh, shit, mind blown, you know what I mean? No, oh, bro, when is this movie? Like, bro, I didn't even get to, I think I left it the last 10 minutes because it was went to the part when the Eddie Murphy and the, the Jew mom, <laughs> the, the Jewish mom, they got together and oh first of all the jewish mom man i felt so bad because i'm in my head i'm like why did they make her 
act so tapped when it came to black people like bro come on like she at least she's acting like she's never interacted with a black person in her life like asking these barbaric questions i'm like bro it's what the fuck why did you make her like that I, I, in my head i was like that's not really how niggas would be like that no like why i think white women <laughs> no 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 i'm not getting to that deep shit i'm not gonna get that deep shit but i don't think that many white women like white mothers and all that would be that much into racism unless they're like fed by the husband or all that shit or their background is that shit but I feel like women never really care too much about racism. It's just the dudes and shit. But, like, the way she was just like, bro, can I touch your wig? And is that your real hair? And all this bullshit, like, exaggerated fucking questions. I was like, yo, you're reaching a bit. Like, I was like, bro, it's not that. Like, I don't think they would. Like, make it. Like, for me, what, I, what fucked up in the movie, which I saw in the trailer, that kind of disappointed me. I thought it was going to be a movie with that slick fucking message. I thought, because I saw Eddie Murphy and it was like, they're talking, it was funny, satire. And I was like, I say, no, it's going to be like a realistic reality type shit. But then, bro, it turned into a proper cartoon. It turned into like an Adam Sandler directed movie. Like, I was like, the fuck is this? Like, I was like, why is this so exaggerated, bro? I don't want it. It was so good in the trailer. I like the trailer, but like, why do you exaggerate it? Like, so yeah, overall that movie is like a seven. Like it was enjoyable, it just got boring towards the end. Like I didn't just leave because they made up. I just knew the whole plot. Anyway, I was like, oh, they got okay, whatever. They go together. Okay, boom, I'm out. Like the whole movie was basically concluded. But uh, bro, uh, again, I'm still saying Tenant is still my favorite fucking movie so far. I don't think any movie has beaten Tenant yet. I'm just saying that with facts, like. Niggas might not actually understand it, but like Tenant is just a, an experience, bro. Like that's not even a movie. That's a whole experience, bro. That's like, you know, if like next gen and they give you a whole fucking what they did that with the Matrix, new next gen Matrix, and then the new system. I forgot what it's fucking called. I'm not really a whole game attack of this, blah 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 blah. But uh, how they gave you a trial and showed you these engine and the, how the software and this is like that. That's what Tenant felt like. I thought we were going to a next generation of movies. Like this was a decade off crack where we're just going to see psychological movies go to that next pole. If Tenant with the rewind and shit. <laughs> don't care. Best soundtrack in any movie besides the James Bond Casino Royale intro. You know my name. Boys. Tavis Scott secured the bag. With that, like, bro, Tenant was just such an experience. Especially me and the boys. We took edibles watching it. Thank goodness I didn't use the toilet. But one of the boys went to the toilet. Went back, like, came back five minutes there. He forgot the whole plot. Because, like, at that point, you had to focus. The whole movie was an experience. If you left, you were fucked. It was the only movie recently that I watched twice. Because I watched it, I think, third time, actually. Yeah, I watched it the third time, actually. But I only watched half of it. But then... The last time I watched, like, recent time, I watched it fully. But I watched it in the plane because I saw it and I was like, damn, nigga, I got to watch this again, man. It was just such an experience, bro. It's a fucking experience. It's a fucking experience. We. It's just, uh, yeah, so, so far. Apparently, the Avatar movie, people are gassing it. See, personally, I never cared too much about Avatar. Even the first one, it was a one and done. I was never watching that shit again. It was kind of, I, I don't know, I'm not really that, again, I'm just kind of more into the realistic 
surrealism that's the term like atlanta south park all that surrealism kind of shit yeah it could be a bit of fantasy but just make it surrealism like you know a realistic type shit surrealistic surrealistic yeah so that's the, like atlanta bro probably one of my favorite shows of all time i still can't watch that last episode i'm so proud of watching it because i'm like if i watch it i'm probably going to be like damn this is the end and i'm gonna be sad forever so i'm gonna watch that like in 10 years i want to make a show just like atlanta called Dublin <laughs> and have that surrealism effect completely different but just have this surrealism effect of just how Dublin's like because me being born and raised and permanently being here now it just makes me realize that bro the city is too funny it's like a story you can actually tell a lot in this story like the, the weirdness I see the mausoleum I've gone through is from being where I'm from and it's too funny so like yeah, I need to make a whole Dublin, <laughs> a, a show called Dublin, <laughs> Dublin, like for DA exclusive, like <laughs> watch niggas. If I do ever become successful, DA is gonna be that area. And niggas gonna start rapping like, oh yeah, I used to be there. I used to go to that school. DA exclusive. That's what it's literally called. It's DA exclusive boys, the most NATO area. Peace. We don't fuck with the violence, bro. It's peace. But it's going to be popping. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like, you know, the other ones. You know the other ones. I don't want to mention the names because DA exclusive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, 2023, February. We're literally past the longest month of the year. So now this is when time goes a bit fast. We're going to get to summer in, like, two weeks by then. <laughs> Probably released then. But, uh, what I'm currently gonna do now, I'm just for me right now. I actually feel like hibernating in a way that like I hibernate. Don't tell no one what I'm doing, and I just release the shit. You know what I mean? It's gonna be it's gonna be a very unknown year. I'm just gonna be doing podcasts here and there. Not talk about the updates. Just gonna talk about what's happening currently. So. That's all cool, bro. But, uh, oh, shit. Fuck it. Music. Fuck it. We need to talk about music. My brothers, you know me. I love my music. Humble. 2022, when it came to albums, motherfucker. Let me see. 2022's albums. Let me. I won't have it in, like, a list. But shit, I've been listening to. And some of them are, like, not even from 20. Well, actually, no. Nah, I'll say focus on the 2022 albums. All right. Kamaya. Boy. Kamaya. Kamaya, Kamaya, Kamaya. It's Kamaya. Oh, shit. <laughs> Please retire. Nah, Kamaya, 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 Kamaya. Say her name, Kamaya. Best West Coast artist of all time to me personally. Better than Tupac. Don't care. Don't care. Make some shit. Make some shit. Make some shit. Come on, man. Oh, my days. Kamaya just got the, the most iconic flow, voice, beats. Album covers, bro. If you don't listen to Divine fucking Timing, you don't know shit. Divine Timing is a fucking classic. Am I even, am I even able to play some of it? Nah, nigga. You gotta listen to this shit. Yeah, nah, fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you listen to like five seconds before Spotify. Like, take this shit. Like, listen to this shit.
don't lie, she don't fuck with me. Why you keep keeping my vibe? Like, come on. It's just a fucking classic, Luke. It's just a fucking classic. Divine Timing got me out here freaking West Coast crip walking in my fucking living room at 12 at night. Bruh. Reload it. When I swing. When I swing. Fascinated. Ooh, Blue Maserati. Make some shit. Some. My favorite song. The one I played. Pressing my line. They don't fuck with me. It's on the flow and play. But nah. Oh, and fucking Oakland stepping on Detroit. Brand new Rolex. Fuck with it. Blue Maserati. Play too much. Oh, divine timing. The outro. Mm-hmm. Nah, this is fucking classic. Solid 10 out of 10. Got me a really... Like, I was kind of a fan of Kamaya back in 2017 when fuck it up. West Side nigga came on, but I took a break and then she just dropped this and randomly I just fucked with it. Like, not even randomly. The beat was just so high. Like, it was so West Coast, new generation aesthetic kind of vibe like evening time partying cripping and all that shit you know what i mean but 10 out of 10 and then even her next album that she dropped what's it keep it litty litty yeah it's up don't stop keep it litty litty don't stop oh boys you got it fucking ladies and gentlemen come on yeah say it with me come on bitch uh what else i'm seeing king disease tree nas Everyone knows me and everyone knows Nas is probably my favorite lyrical rapper of all time. Top one. Push comes like number three. But damn, Nas. King Disease Tree. Don't shoot, play. Don't shoot, gangster. Don't shoot. Don't shoot, gangster. You ain't him. And he is you. Don't shoot the mess. Oh, bro. Don't shoot is a fucking classic. Best outro. Beef got me fucking. I got new shoes in South Africa and I was just a beef. And I felt like I was a fucking, you can hate me now, era. Back in like, when I was a YG, like YG listening to Nas, like little, little ass nigga. Listening to fucking, you can hate me now, boom, boom. Being traumatized with that music video. But my Nas has always been like, just that nigga that I grew up vibing and king disease tree was just like it just made me realize this nigga can never age like with magic that came out too this year was that's when i was like yeah i'm fucking with nas the new nas because i was kind of like in between the old and new and then that when magic came out i was like okay i listened to king disease too then king disease counted up classic then king's disease tree dropped i didn't know it would probably be Currently one of my favorite and the most rewind album I've listened to in some time from Nas, other than Illmatic. Magic was doing well, but King's Disease just got legit. It got hood to hood, reminisce. Uh, I'm on fire. Oh, get lit. No, get light. What am I saying? Get lit. Get light. Beef and don't shoot, gangster. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Oh, bro. When he does that in the rock and roll, don't shoot, gangster. You ain't it? Nah, bro. Classic. Production. Moy BN. Also as well, man. Nah. So, yeah. Nas. 10 out of 10 again. Fucking certified classic. Kings of Seas Tree. Certified classic. And even Magic 2. Well, that came out 2021, but December. But yeah, okay. 
What else? What else is in this playlist of uh, fucking twenty twenty two albums? Uh, I was just a lot of Jill Scott Hero, fucking poetic legend, man. I, I like him. Did I did I pronounce him right? Jill Scott. That was a Gil Scott. But Jill Scott, I'm on my way. <laughs> Hitler with Hermes ten. Westside I can't do it. I can't do it, boys. I can't do it, but bro. First of all, let me say the album cover is a classic. Having that little that the homeless nigga, oh, that's just a clack. That's gangster, nigga. And uh, the whole album, Westside Gun, beat selection, ten out of ten. Probably one of the most interesting artists when it comes to uh, not interesting, uh, interesting rapper when it comes to beat selections. Because God damn, when he had fucking Mo, what's that Mo's death? Where's that song? Where's it? Where's it? What's it? Where's it? Where's it? Where's it? Yeah, with Black Star Peppers. That's probably my favorite song out of the whole album. Too bad that that sample is just and Black Star most deaf going in. Oh, bro, what's like? Oh, even the ASAP Rocky one and Super Kick Party. Oh, you're playing sauce fat and that high Also, the outro red there with Benny Butcher. Oh my days! Please, Westside, don't retire, man. Oh man, run the jewels, switches on everything. That's a classic too, bro. I'm giving this album a nine because there's also some album like probably like I'll grow on it, but the main songs is the ones that I just listed that I'm like I fuck with fuck with so much. Maybe there's some few that I could be, but like yeah. But uh, what else? Can I also say Hitler? Also Hitler where Hermes Eight is a classic. That's a classic. And pray for Paris, but Hitler where's Hermes. My favorite song from that Survivor Series 95. Survivor Series bringing that WWE nostalgia back. And the beat is just so good. It just has that beach vibe. And you just hear you guys. Lancey Fox, Life in Hell. Lancey. Let's say it's Lancey. Lancey. Lancey Fox has done it again for me. I don't care. Lancey Fox is probably the biggest. English artist that overtook Pasolu is my favorite artist. First of all, a female nigga Pasolu, 23 months in prison, crackhead. That's sad, bro. What a classic, man. That guy, percent of the coverage, he was a 10 out of 10. But Lancey came in and took over, pioneered it for me. Probably one of my, yeah. How many songs have I, I have liked on his? Uh, where the fuck's the like mix? Hey, hey, oi, oi. But yeah, not life in hell. <laughs> Just sounds so weird to say. But life in hell with ooh ah I did it again. Ooh ah I did it again. Ooh, wait, this thing is like if Michael Jackson was British and in the new generation. Like this is ooh ah I did it again. Ooh ah. Oh, it's a crack. World of Fire. I gotta say it over. World of Fire. The intro on that is just such a journey. Brings it to like a whole nother dimension. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I'm listening to it right now. One life. Oh, wait. I got. I got. I got. I got. I got. I got to show you what I'm fucking talking about. That's just a banger. And then afterwards, it just goes, I said the world of that. 
I set the world on fire. Nah, this is a fucking bad in like 2022, mate. Michael Jackson bad is forever my favorite album for Michael Jackson. Just that rock and roll, 90s, 80s, fucking rock and roll. And this is what Life in Hell kind of reminds me of for some reason. It just reminds me of bad for some reason. Like the newer generation of bad, like futuristic 2022. All tunes on some crack shit in this. Because Colors is a classic for me. That's like the definition of a Michael Jackson song for me. Oh. Bro, I'm just listening to it right now. It's just, hey. Goosebumps, bro. When I first heard that, oh, I was... This reminds me of Remote Control. <laughs> remote Control. You, some people know Remote Control is probably one of my favorite ever fucking song of all time. Because it's such an addiction, that song. I play it any time. Like, when it comes on, I have to play it. Kanye West, nigga. It's fucking yay. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, what's it? Sun, moon, bro. Yeah, life and hell. Ten out of ten. Even the the outro. Ten out of ten. Wake up and I'm alive. Two songs. One such a beautiful ending, and then sound like a Nigerian song. Oh, Fondin. It's too beautiful. Oh, a Reese. Deadline. Three, five, two. Niggas know me and Reese. I fuck with my nigga A Reese. Best South African artist of all time, nigga. Of all time, bro. God, like, oh. God, like. Literally got me saying that phrase now this year. It's God, like, season now. It was Bo Jackson season last year. This year is God, like, season now, my nigga. Like, this shit. That outro. That, oh. Boys. Deadline free part two. You got 10 out of 10. It's even a short album, 23 minutes, 7 songs, but it's just 7, it's like Daytona, 7 bangers, but it's like a vibe, you know what I mean? It's not like, there's some hard shit, but then it's like vibe mainly, especially with Godlike. Godlike is just like, you flow with it, you know? Hey, Reese, hey, you, I'm sounding like my uncle now, hey, hey, Reese, you, hey, hey. <laughs> nah, Deadline, Free Fire 2, even nah, nah, honorable mention to... Well, he, he, he released two. He released two stuff. Oh, yeah. Burning Tree. Oh, Burning Tree, bro. 420 Classic. I think it's a 420 Classic song. An album. Sorry. A mixtape, if you call it. Nine songs. Burning Tree. I remember when it came on 420. I was smoking. All right. Woo! Four Sided to Red Dragon. Balladry. Can't open my eyes. Oh, I can't see anything. <laughs> I can open up my eyes because I can see anything. <laughs> oh, bro. Nah. I Reese has really became one of my, f- like, top five favorite artists of all time. Like, bro. He has Deadlines Free Part 2, Today's Tragedy, Tomorrow's Memory, The Burning Tree, From Me to You, Reese Effect, and then the other one, Heaven Can Wait. Like, bro, this nigga is a fucking genius when it comes to his music. He's like the yay, the Safka yay for me. <laughs> He's like the South African yay for me. Just because lyrically, is, I say he's better than yay. The production center, he has a good selection. But obviously, yeah, he's going to be like, tell anything when he fucking puts on, is going to be classic. But, ah, oh, it's just so good, man. Yeesh. Yo. <laughs> no, I'm going to be saying that for a while. Uh, Survivor Remorse. G Herbal. Hmm. This is controversial because I'm a huge G Herbal fan. But like, this was an album that I really liked when I first few, like the first few listens, I was fucking with it heavy. Then I haven't really 
aim back. I think mainly because I just not in that vibe of that da, 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 that gang rap and all that shit now at the moment. But shit, when it came out, it was hard. It's the fucking that album. What the fuck you? What's the fuck with me? That was a good fucking intro. Uh, Four minutes of hell part two was good. The blues with future was hard. Uh, those some good songs. I think the B side was also good too. When you got the B side, not real song. But it's like an album I'm sort of could forget because the thing with Jiro, but Jiro is like I can rinse the fuck out of him and then I get tired of him for like a year and then, I have to, then I'll come back and rinse the fuck out of him because even now at the moment I feel like I'm in the drought of Jiro. But it's been lately. Let me see. Let me see my tops. Let me see my top uh, top artists right now. It's obviously <laughs> it's obviously gonna be Ye number one. I feel like A Reese number two. Jay Dilla number three because lately I've been rinsing the fuck out of Jay Dilla like bro best producer of all time I think then yeah comes second personally yeah oh shit yeah it's different so in the last four weeks I've been rinsing the fuck out of yeah of course rinsing the fuck out of Nas that's number two I told you Nas is fucking some crack shit Jay Dilla is number three number four is Kamaya I told you. Number five is Westside Gun. Six is Drake. Seven is A-Reese. A-Reese is always, like, consistent. But, like, all-time currently is actually Kanye and A-Reese. Yeah, all-time is Kanye and A-Reese. Both with black screens <laughs> right in front of my face. Then BK comes third. BK the ruler? She hasn't dropped any albums this year, which was kind of like, oh, I was kind of like, <sighs> But she dropped two pretty impressive songs. Well, actually, no, one this year, Tan. Already I'm hyped for the next album. But the question mark song on cycle so electronic. It's like a futuristic rock now. I'm living I'm living a futuristic rock side now. Herd immunity, Sean Leon. Thanks to Burn Everything. I became a big fan of fucking Sean Leon. Shout out to that nigga because he has the same name as me. But bro, Herd Immunity is such a good album. OVO, what's it? OVO, yeah, OVO one, probably one of my favorite songs out there. Or, what? Uh, yes, of course. Or Phase or Legend Part One. Ooh, there's too many good songs in this. I'm going deep on the on the dance floor. I'm on the Top Gun. Oh, bro, it's just yeah. I was a ten out of ten. Did really good in this album, yeah. Nah, like for me, I hope some huge success when he drops his next album because bro this nigga actually can hit man I, I, like again burn everything really made me because i started listening to even think you've gone mad i love that song yeah i love my dogs where i got the chop <laughs> such a trap like that old 2016 trap like yeah i love my dog i swear i got the chop <laughs> gets you all hyped and shit nah it's classic bro fucking classic uh so yeah here at minuity 10 out of 10 <laughs> classic oh i don't know if this is kind of controversial but you still don't know me because it was released in october 2021 but i only listed in 2022 marcus harvey another south african artist mate my south african people i'm proud the, the artistry is just beautiful the way we got talent. Y'all niggas need to listen to some South African music. I'm a piano, rap music. You realize, hey, shh, these niggas got potential. Potential. DJs, obviously, niggas know Black Coffee and all the big things, you know? Even Zake. Zake's got, like, Zake's one of my 
favorite albums, DJ albums this year so far too. I'll put that out. What's the what's the album called? Again, Ghetto King. Ghetto King. It came out in December, but I was counting as 2022. But Ghetto King made me fall in love with South Africa DJs. It made me go back to my favorite DJ as a kid, DJ Cleo, one of the South Africa DJs. And I listen to all his old music. And his old music is like GTA IV nightclub type of shit. It's like so like flashing lights, luxurious party, that kind of, oh. DJ Cleo, you gotta listen to it. Especially his old shit. It's like his old shit is just too good. Hallelujah! <laughs> but Ghetto King, also a 10 out of 10. Um, but I was saying... What was I saying? What was I talking about? Yeah, stu- you still don't know me. Don't worry about it too much. Oof. Marcus Harvey, we got some South African singers. Like, we got some good singers. Something so wet. Oh, fucking my favorite singer South Africa. But Marcus Harvey came out of nowhere and just made me fall in love with him. Like, Dreams is a 10 out of 10. You still don't know me with fucking chilling and Alex. Don't think about it too much. You wouldn't understand. First time I saw your reflection. Ish. Okay, I'm waiting for another album from him because he has this kind of like vibe. Especially when you listen to chilling with Alex. It's just. It's just. Hey. 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 Oh, it's just so vibe. But nigga, I'm on that vibey shit. I just like vibe songs nowadays. Songs that are just too vibey when you're just like. Especially like. I'll be stoned sometimes. Maybe more to the time. But the songs when you're used to it's just like it's just oh especially when I was listening to South Africa, just like a lot of South African music I was listening to. Perfect. Perfect fly. <laughs> Perfect. It was literally a movie, fam. Literally a movie. I'm literally putting it on now, chilling in Axel. Chilling in Alex. Oof. Yeah, nah, niggas, you gotta listen to that shit. You gotta listen to that shit. What else came out this year? I won't say okay. Yancy Boys, I was listening to 2022, Illa J. 2008 it came out actually. But this is the year that I became a die hard fan of Jay Dilla. I've always liked Jay Dilla's beats and Jay Dilla's songs, but I never really like paid attention to him to I realized that this nigga actually probably has one of the hardest fucking selection of beats he makes, my nigga. Oh my god. The only nigga I'm listening to instrumental beats just because he he's just so good with it. I be listening to it in a certain moment, it felt like a movie, my nigga. But Yancey Boy, his brother Illa J, with probably one of the most interesting 2008 albums I've ever heard. I don't think I have a 2008 album that I like, but this is probably the only 2008 album I like. <laughs> with uh, Timeless, We're Here. We're Here is a classic. You know, my people can but nice to rock. Nice to rock. Because it's nice to rock. Nah, boys, with the Illa, especially with Jay Dillard's beats and all, bro, it's crack. It's literally just a. So it's a certain W, like it's just a certified W, like. What else? Uh, the Shining, Jay Dilla, my nigga. I'm telling you, won't do is a fucking classic, bro. So far too gone. Uh, so what the fuck? I butchered that. So far too go with Common, Jay Dilla, a classic, and D'Angelo. Do 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 do. You got to want to go. Oh, MC Square. Dime Peace, Love, oh, bro, it's just like, bro, what the fuck, man, 2000 music, it, oh, bro, it's sad, because Jay Dilla actually had that, like, vibe music, it was just like, you can listen to it as, a, as in the rapping, like, like, in the rapping side, but you can also listen to it in, like, a melodic side, 
and nothing would change. Like, it's just so good, like, it's so, like, he's beats, like, it's actually, like, I've been, I'm even trying to get a book, I'm trying to get the, a book, like, there's a J. Dilla book that I saved for, like, I'll probably get in April, and I'm trying to save it for the MPD 300, I think I butchered it, but I don't know, it cost me, like, 700, but I'm saving up for that shit, because I want to, I really want to make beats like that type of shit, I don't even give a fuck, I just want to make music to, like, you know, listen back and be like, hey, yo, I made that shit, the shit I wanted. Like, especially me and my boy, shout out my nigga Clacko, especially the guy you made the intro and shit, and the outro, one of my, my top niggas right now, but, uh, his production is, like, similar to what I like, that's the thing, we have, we have in common what genre and music we like, we like experiments, we like trying out new shit, and I, I, I like, I like participating in the studio sessions and all, you know, so, like, listen to shit, like, that I made, raw clips and all, it's just like, hey, yo! Oh, that's the type of shit I want to do now So that's why I'm trying to like Listen to all this shit Especially Jay Dilla again Like big influence right now When it came to the production Cause man I just love that type of music It just hits me in the fucking soul Like But uh Yeah Alpha Plays Good album uh, Probably good album Nooks It's an album I haven't really gone into that much But it is really good I do like some songs in there uh, Three Musketeers is a good song Oh Leon, is it Leon? The, the, the Leon, the professional. Oh, yeah, no, it's actually, actually, damn, it's actually a banger, actually. What the fuck? I'm looking at it. Like, damn, this nigga destroyed the charts. No, I think it's huge, huge now. But yeah, I won't lie. Nux was always been like, once I heard home, once I go home someday, I want to be a bro someday. That's when I knew this this nigga was going to be a classic. This guy was, what's it, Los Polos? Los Polos, I don't know how to pronounce it. But I also loved his song, The Mantry, Heat in the Streets Freestyle. I just love his production there. Crocodile Turbo. Turbo. I won't lie. I actually brought it. Only for Dolphins is still a classic. But Crocodile Turbo was. Yeah, it was good. I think How Dog's the only song I've been rinsing the most. Ah, Jaguar. Yeah. Everything else I kind of just forgot about. But every, this was a really good album. It's a really good album. I Never Liked You. I'm going to be honest with you. The real reason why I like this album for Future is basically to keep a burning feature. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the other songs. Not keep a burning feature. Kanye, don't give a fuck. I'm sleeping with that. I can call this album Album of the Year just because of that one song. Just because of that one song. <laughs> uh, it's almost dry. Push. King Push. This is another. This is the album that made me like, realize how fucking beautiful Push is when it comes to lyricism. Bro, this nigga is a phenomenal storyteller. The, the Quentin Tarantino coke, my nigga. Nigga can direct a whole coke movie, my nigga. And it would still never be repetitive. Niggas be talking. <laughs> Niggas are just Drake fans. And I'm a Drake fan. But I can admit, Drake took an L when he tried to face Push, my nigga. Push just proves that this nigga is aging like fine wine when he's nearly 50. My nigga's aging like fine wine like he's nearly 50, bro. Daytona is still probably one of my favorite albums of all time. But Almost Dry came second. Almost Dry, Let the Smoke, what's it, Let the Smoke Shine, The Coop, Dreams of the Past. I was abusing this for a whole month of March when it came out. I was like, going to work, listen to while I'm stalking, bro, bah, bah, 10 out of 10. But Daytona, let me tell you something, Daytona, seven songs, that song is going to hell. That's what I'm saying. If hell was an album, Daytona. 
that album cover gives you the fucking eerie feeling. Kanye's production is some satanic shit and Push is there talking shit about Drake. That's all you need to know. 10 out of fucking 10. If you know, you know. 10 out of 10 album. Two of them 10 out of 10s. But bro, Daytona still to this day when I was like... My mate was showing me because he showed me that Kanye obviously knew that I was gonna be a Kanye. <laughs> I was gonna go ballistic if Kanye was on the feature, but Kanye was on the feature with the Poopy Scoop. And I went back to the album. And I realized, yo, this is the, this is the moment when I realized I was, like, hey, yo, Push could hit because Push has been in the game for a while, but I never rated him like that. I just liked, hey, yo, he's a good feature. No, there's some decent songs, but as an album, I was like, damn, Push could hit, especially with this production with Yay. I was like, crack. And now going back to his. Like previous dialogue, like previous discography, it's just like now I see, yeah, Pushkin. Pushkin spit, my nigga. I'm a push that now. It's King Push. Still King Push. Ramborna broke my heart. Finn Staples. When I tell you, these West Coast niggas getting me vibing in this shit. I think I did say it last episode that Ramona broke my heart was a classic. Because, firstly, it's, yeah, I haven't listened to it that much, but, bro. I was listening, actually, I was listening to South Africa, too. Bro, such a beautiful album. Such a beautiful album. Oh, sorry, don't think about too much. Just give one. Just give me that bumpy vibe. But that's what I'm saying, bro. Ramona about Proper. Vince Staples is always being kind of a nice that I had to always rate. Ramona about Proper High, Vince Staples. FM was one of my favorite albums, but I think Ramona about Proper High took it, took it, like, took it by chance. Because FM was like a classic for me as a kid when 2018, when it came out. And even Big Fish TV. I remember Big Fish TV. I was rinsing that. Crabs in the bucket. And then even Summer 06. But I mainly liked Nerf Nerf Lift Me Up. And uh, like it is. I didn't really care about the rest of the songs. <laughs> what else? Or and or volume two, Jet the Kid, probably the most underrated artist I've heard, and I've been very interested with her his sound of music because it's like a a retro again. I don't know. I just like neon retro version like music. It's just like see the weekend has it, but the weekend is just like he just sounds like a chipmunk when he sings. Like I want, <laughs> so I can't I can't really tolerate him, but like. Jet the Kid, Jet the Third is like vibey, same level with that. Like, it's, it's hard to explain again. I know, I'm, not, I'm not even going to try and explain it, it's just too hard. But I'm listening to We Are Here, Lost, Faulty, Tree, just Tree, just Tree songs on the fucking EP. Seven minutes and 55 seconds, but bro, classic. Even uh, like, oh, bro, yeah, nah, she or he is underrated, bro. <laughs> I'm saying she or he because I actually, I think it's a she. Yeah, it's, it's she. She's underrated, bro. That's all I'm saying. What else have I been listening to? Hmm. Hmm. That's weird. Donda. Oh, this is a fucking Donda, nigga. That's what I'm saying. I'm just the Donda every day. I eat Donda. Like, I, like Donda, again, to me, it's ill-aged like fine wine. A year later, it's still aged like fine wine. Remote Control, still one of the best songs on this fucking planet right now. Bro, let me put on right now. What? 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 Yeah, nigga. Ugh. 
Donda is just Donna's just gonna have like Donna's literally I think my favorite Kanye album of all time now. It's nearly two years and I've just been rinsing. Jesus and Donda have done some weird shit with me lately. Jesus especially. Jesus started becoming like really my favorite album. Even Jesus King again, niggas underrate that shit. But Jesus King, when it comes when there's certain moments when you need to listen to Jesus King, it it gives you that goosebump. You know what I mean? Yay was also a great album. Uh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I like the first seven songs, maybe eight. Actually, 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 no, never mind. Let me say that. Yeah, that's a good album. The Life of Pablo. I actually slept on that album so much, and I realized how many classics. Because I remember that was the time when Spotify was introduced to me when that album came out, and I remember just hearing Wave, but Wave was like in a weird instrumental on YouTube because that was during the time when every song was being on like platforms and all. But the life of Pablo. Oh yeah, and if I to stretch my hand, I remember the whole hype about that. Nah, classic. But yeah, now nah, Donda, ten out of ten <laughs> for for the sec for like the second time now. Uh, what else have I been listening to? What time is it? Fucking time. Right, Twelve minutes, nigga. I'm about to shut this shit off in like a few seconds, cause. But I'm gonna say another album that I've been rinsing all this year has to be. Damn. Kendrick Lamar, I think fair. I, I I'm certified that Damn is probably Kendrick Lamar's best album. I don't care what you niggas say. It's better than to pimp a butterfly. That political shit. I'm joking. <laughs> no, <laughs> I actually fuck with that album. But Damn, Kissy Go. No, no Kissy Goes. Damn, Good Kid, My City, Section Eighty, Two Pimp a Butterfly. Damn, Miles and Morales. I don't care what you niggas are gonna say. You can crucify the fuck out of me, but that's how my or- that's how my order goes for when it comes to this nigga's album section 80 is such a flake i remember it gives me too much nostalgia because that's 2017 era of just being that's like a teenage song like teenage album just like a summer teenage doing some like shit that you don't know what you're gonna do tomorrow type shit good kim is always gonna be a nostalgia to me because i remember when i was like a second year drop like just skipping class i was just going to cycle this to good kim Masadi. come to come to ain't no city what like mine but uh, damn, don't give a fuck. When damn came out in 2017, bro, it was cringy listening to it that year. But I remember as I got older now, and especially this year, I've realized how fucking marvelous damn was. Damn, damn is like the most satanic album in the way that it's like what society is like right now in Western civilization. Sometimes, maybe even yeah, actually not everywhere. With the song Lost, Lost is probably one of my the most interesting song it's still one of my low-key my favorite songs like my pet peeve not pet peeve uh, my what's the fucking term what's the fucking term my guilty pleasure song yeah my guilty pleasure song lust because just let me put the head in how like horny this nigga was the reverse of the song it just sounded to me like 666 that's all i just kept seeing every time i listened to the song i just kept seeing 666 in my face <laughs> dna is probably the greatest Kendrick Lamar song of all time to me. I got loyalty and royalty inside my DNA. Okay, pull me oh. And then feel feel is like that song is like in the evening time. It's nighttime and you're just like it's pitch black everywhere, but there's like a light on top of you and you're sitting on a desk and you're just smoking a cigarette and you're just like doing doing in the suit. Doom, doom. It's just such a vibe. Like everything about this album is just it aged so phenomenal to this day. The whole new one, I to be honest, I never bought it. It's a good album. There's actually good songs in it, but I just haven't really been like, eh, with it. You know what I mean? 
I I just been sleeping. I just been sleeping with damn. <laughs> I've been sleeping with uh, Good Kid, Mad City, and Section Eight. Like I'll take them as Kendrick's greatest albums to me. Y'all can kill me with Pimple Fly. Like Pimple Fly was classic of twenty fifteen because of we gonna be all right. And I actually loved it back in that time. But it's like a moment where I need to have that to enjoy the music. Like I have to be in like a political vibe where I'm like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm proud to be black. I'm proud I'm black and like that shit. You know what I mean? But yeah. That's it. I think that's it. I think that's all. Oh, fuck. I'm disrespecting Earl's fucking sweatshirt. Sorry. No, we're... Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not finished yet. Earl's sweatshirt. With sick. Earl's sweatshirt has always been... Am I screaming? Like, let me let me hear myself. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Because I only just realized the music was so loud, so I just... <laughs> I must have been just yelling, trying to hear myself. But, uh... Because I've just been hearing, Guess who's gonna join And I was like, what the fuck? When is this loud? Let me put some gills up. But Earl's sweatshirt... Fucking sick is a fucking beauty album. Elsewhere has always been kind of like an album, an artist that I grew up, grew, grew up and grew into listening like very fairly. His lyricism, poetically, probably one of the most poetic lyricists I heard in some time. Other than Kendrick, but I think Sick destroyed Kendrick's album. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Offense, twenty ten, Sick, Lie, Lobby, God Laugh. Titanic and Fire in the Hole, great ending. Do, 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 do. Oh. Vision or oh, Tabula Rasa. Bah, bitch. Better than any of that fucking Mars Morales bitch ass song. <laughs> and that, that's a 10 out of 10. I don't care. What would I rate the Kendrick album? A 7 out of 10. And that's my personal opinion. Fuck you. Anyway, I'm out of here. I'll see you niggas whenever I feel like doing another album. Or oh, fucking, what am I saying? Album, bitch. I mean, when I do a fucking podcast again. Deuces, nigga. It's not even over yet.